Oh, hey, everyone. I guess I forgot to take my allergy medicine today. I'm Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. When we feel like it, we talk about things like cryptozoology. Why I we're all puppets to medicine. Urban legends. I'm a puppet to allergy medicine. A glitch in the matrix. Why are my allergies so scary? I don't know. Anything spooky related. That's true. Every time we record an episode, Lindsay and I will both research some stuff separately of one another. And I do say research in air quotes. Lindsay will go somewhere else and I'll go where somewhere where I want to go. And then we reconvene inside of our house and discuss what we've researched with each and every one of you and each other. And this week, I'm going to dedicate my portion of the show to generic brand Zyrtec allergy medicine. Cool. I'm going to dedicate my portion of the show to, uh, I guess if we want to stay on trend, magnesium. Magnesium? Yeah. Okay, why that? Because it helps with my acid reflux. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. We're, you know, we're in our 30s and we're thriving. We are. I just, I also just hit the microphone. Uh, We are in our 30s. And what did we do this weekend? We took three naps in three days. Lindsay took another nap today. It's Tuesday when we're recording this. I think it is anyways. You know, we're just really tearing it up. Yeah, we're really tearing it up tired. Sleepy. Does anyone know? Let's play a game. Listener, what noise am I doing? Lindsay knows the answer because she can see me. It's a motorcycle. I was revving the engine of a motorcycle because we're bad. Cool. Yeah, we're pretty bad. That's really cool. So anyways, hey, speaking of pretty cool, sometime soon we had unprovoked, we had a very interesting sponsor reach out to us and ask if we want to talk about some of their stuff. And that's all we can say now until we get the stuff. So just know that we're going to talk about stuff soon. And I'm very excited because we also have to do research on the stuff. Pretty stoked. Yeah, that's weird that you would listen to this and like want to hear someone talk about stuff, but like we're going to do it. So yeah, and quite literally, I thought it was a spam email because they said, hey, we like your show. And at first I went, okay, easy, easy, buddy. (laughs) And then they said, if it doesn't say (laughs) Eli, who does music, then we know it's not true. Yeah, it wasn't from some prince of somewhere or some royalty that said, dear beloved, blah, blah, blah. They said they like our show and they want to send us some stuff. So they're going to send us some stuff. And we said we want to try it before we do it. So we're going to do that. We actually have to do real research on this stuff. If it's poisonous, you will not be getting any other episodes from us. But if it's not poisonous, you will be getting more. Maybe. Well, I don't remember what we talked about last time. I, I You probably talked about, like, I think you avoided the glitch in the Matrix. I don't know. I was going to look it up, but I'm not going to look it up. I mean, who really what cares? We, I don't know. I think some people care. <laughs> well, then those people can tell us what we talked about last you know, time. You know what happens? Do you know what plays in my head when I try to think about what we've talked about on an episode? What? This is what plays in my head. Cool. I hear um, I hear that cool. fart sound. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's that one. I don't think it's this one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's this one. 
Yeah, <laughs> deflated more than like, maybe there is something there. Yeah, I don't, you think farts are really funny. I could really care less. What do you, okay, maybe that's I not just, true. Maybe I'm just a terrible person. I don't know, but I don't think farts are that funny. That's not true. Okay, not true because I know you in real life. Is it, is and- it a thing? <laughs> if you don't find farts funny, then you're not a funny person. You're terrible. I think that's what it is. Yeah, if you don't think farts are funny or if you're one of those no. people like you hold your farts in around other people all the time, even if you've known them for years. Yeah. Just just please fart a little bit. Just please fart a little bit. Yeah, you really think farts are funny. I do. Yeah, I think they're so funny. And I honestly, a few years ago, I used to be not embarrassed because I thought farts were so funny. I was like, maybe I need to grow up. But then I thought, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to exist how I want to exist and I'm gonna, maybe I need to grow down maybe I need to grow down a little <laughs> bit maybe I need to shrink a little bit okay grow down okay chill out grow down think farts are funny yeah please. maybe are that's you going, what people need to do more grow down grow down yeah grow down go backward yeah grow down think farts are funny yeah yeah okay I think you went first last week I you know what again here uh Hold on, please bear with me while I just open hold this back up. Hold on while I hold. I no, I'm not play doing, the same joke nope, again. I'm not playing the Let same joke again. Let me just uh, get nope. my fart nope. app open nope. here. Fart nope. piano. Nope. And um, I don't know if I went first last week because of this. <laughs> I'm the so thing, mad at you. The thing about I these, regret wanting to record this. <laughs> The thing about all these fart sound effects no. is that I don't realize they're going to go on for as long as they do. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. Even Molly's mad. She's downstairs barking. Sorry. I was trying to grow down. I'm done with the fart. I'm done with the fart soundboard. In case you don't know, Molly's our dog. She interrupts our show all the time. She has no respect for us or anything that we do. No, she sure doesn't. No, yeah. she just walked in here smiling really big. And licked is trying to foot. lick my knee. Don't lick my knee. <laughs> she licked my foot. She's been really licky. Um, okay, well, I'll go, I okay. guess. Yeah, go ahead. Let's do I it. I have a bunch of random stories that I found on the intronet. Okay, I wouldn't say intronet anymore. Internet's, no? internet's fine, yeah. Oh, okay. They don't call it the intro? I don't think anyone calls it the intronet anymore. Intro to the net work. Okay. Internet. Yeah, internet. What does internet mean? <laughs> <laughs> What is that okay, mean? Okay, number that's case number two the tonight. Inter- how net? we know? How we know that you? Well, first of all, it's not inner. Not it's inter. It's not inner. It's not i n n e r. It's i n t e r. And then that's Whatever. how we know you're an alien. One, you don't like farts. Number two, <laughs> what is internet mean? Hello, human. What does internet mean? So I have some just weird supernatural stories that people have told on the internet. The first one, uh, these don't have names, so I'm just going to read them. So if they're your story and I've read it and I didn't give you uh, credit, I'm so sorry. But you're probably not listening anyways. So the first one is, once when I was a little kid, I hadn't started school yet. My siblings and I were playing hide and seek. I hid in one of the bedrooms between the bunk bed and the wall. It was a corner hiding spot and I was little and I didn't realize that it was really easy to see me because I wasn't really covered on my left. The wall and the window were on my right. And like I said, I had nothing covering me. So you would definitely see me, right? Apparently not. I remember that multiple people, my siblings and parents, 
had looked into the corner and stared directly at me, but they never found me. I just kept sitting there. I thought they were joking. Eventually, my parents called the police because they panicked because they could not find me. I still, thinking they were joking and confused to why they could not see me because I was very obvious, and then the police showed up and I came out, and to this day, they think that I really can turn invisible. What the heck? They just, they called the cops because they couldn't find their child? I guess. And like, I kind of thought about it and I was like, well, why didn't they just come out? Like, why did they wait so long for the cops to come out? But think about like, okay, you're, you haven't started school yet. You're probably like, what, five or six? Yeah. And you're, and you're thinking or they're joking. So like, yeah, I think I would have hid too. Like, I would have been like, oh, this is funny. They think I'm joking. A similar thing happened in the summers uh, when we were in, I don't know, elementary school or something. We a a bunch of us would go over to our friend Brandon's house. Yeah. Brandon is the person who had the owl die in his yard. uh, Oh, dark wing claw. Small wing dark claw. Yes. And we would go over to Brandon's mom and dad's house because they had a really big yard and it was in a neighborhood where uh, the houses were pretty close together. So a bunch of people would come over and play hide and seek. And there was one time where we couldn't find this one person. And we were shouting for them and looking and looking. We had to have been looking for an hour. And we were, sh- and I, I, I forget this person's name, but we were screaming their name. People from other houses were coming over with flashlights because we thought this person had like been, this kid had yeah. been stolen or something. And they finally, after maybe another hour of looking, so this is maybe two total hours, they finally come out of their hiding spot and they're like, here I am. And everyone was like, why didn't you come out? We had like, 30 people 30 adults <laughs> screaming your name and they're like oh i thought we were just still playing i was hiding yeah well because it's hide and seek it's hide and seek and if apparently you haven't been seeked then you gotta keep hiding even if they knew i guess in their defense even if they knew that people were really looking for them they were like i found an amazing hiding spot well i think it's weird that like even as a little kid this child was like I'm, I'm, I picked a bad spot. Like, you know, when you're playing a game of hide and seek and you just like panic and you pick a spot and then you're like, oh yeah, like my legs totally hanging out from underneath the bed. Like I'm very obvious. So like, that's kind of what I imagine this child did. And then nobody could see them. I wonder if their spot was just so blatant, like so bad that no one looked there because it never registered to them to look because they were like, well, it's they're obviously not in that spot because no one would ever hide there. But they said they looked right at them. And waved and then left. <laughs> and waved. <laughs> and then even talked to them and then walked away. No, I just think it's a little, it was a little weird. Like it almost was a little kind of timeliney, like almost oh, kind of glitchy. Oh, you mean a little glitchy in the matrix Well, that's why I wanted to tell that story because I know how much you love jumping timelines and glitches in the matrix i do i almost got a bunch of those stories for this week but i skimmed past them but when you play hide and seek as a kid did you like it or did you hate it or did you love it um it depended because like a lot of times all the kids in my neighborhood would play hide and seek outside yeah that's a good one but we would all play at night because it was more challenging even better yeah but I feel like it got a little sketchy because like you had no boundaries 
So like you would kind of just go hide and you'd find like a really good spot. But yeah, no one would find you that it would you would kind of have to give yourself up, which kind of was like, well, this defeated the purpose of the game. Like you could have a really orchestrated game and someone could hop in a car and drive to Geneva. You're never finding them there. Well, we weren't old enough to drive. Yeah, it was just my cool joke I made up. What would you say was one of your like best hiding spots that you ever found? I don't remember any of my best hiding spots exactly because again, fart noise when I think, but yeah, I think that I do remember that rush you'd get when you found a really good hiding spot yeah, and you were just so excited to be hiding there and playing this game. I just remember being so like that level of excitement. I rarely, I've rarely gotten in adulthood where like you just <laughs> that find hide and seek excitement. Like you find the best spot and you get so, you just get so stoked on that spot. I yeah. love, I used to love hide and seek. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, I'm a robot, so, you know, I didn't love it. I loved it. <laughs> um, okay. The next story that I have is. This person like talks about how they worked for Sprint and whatever, all this stuff. It really doesn't matter. Sure. So anyways, <laughs> this person says, I woke up in the morning and checked my phone. I got a message from my partner and I's mutual friend, RJ. It said, dude, what did Jamie text me? And Jamie is the girlfriend of this person. They were confused at the text, so they shook Jamie awake and told her about the text that RJ just sent. It took her a few seconds to find her phone. It was in the bed. She was sleeping on it. So we looked at the message history with a bunch of gibberish, which made sense because she fell asleep on her phone. But in between the middle of all the jumbled mess, it said perfectly, we have company. It really freaked us out. That is very scary. That's very weird. And like, I thought like, okay, you know, sometimes there's autofill. And if you were to sleep on your phone, sometimes maybe it would pick up a word and then just type out a phrase. Yeah. But I feel like with like, it said there was a whole mass of gibberish. And then right in the middle, perfectly typed, it says, we have company. That's awful. Yeah. That's awful to hear. And like that phrase too, like that's not a typical phrase. If it said like, hey, YOLO, peace, kiss, kiss, <laughs> like yeah. you'd be like, oh, that makes sense. Or Yeah, if, if someone texted me in the middle of the night, hey, YOLO, peace, kiss, kiss, I'd go, all right, they're just, they're having a good night. <laughs> but if someone- Or they text- fell asleep on their phone. I, you know, honestly, if someone texted me, hey, YOLO, peace, kiss, kiss, <laughs> I would not think they fell asleep on their phone. If someone texted me a bunch of gibberish, yes, of course. But right. in the middle that said we have company, that would be scary. That, that would be, would very be really scary. creepy. I have fallen asleep on my phone a few times. There was one a time. Few. A lot. There. No, you don't fall asleep on your phone. Your phone falls asleep on you. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> you hold it above you and then you fall asleep and then usually you drop it and it hits your chest. Yeah, it sounds like this, like at least three times a night. <laughs> well, because Lindsay and I like to watch videos in bed because we're just laying there, you know, whatever. And I'll drop the phone. So occasionally you hear, oh, and then I pick it back up really quick. And then maybe there's one where like it hits my cheek oh, and I'll pick it back up. But like there there have been times where I was in a hotel a few months ago and I was texting back and forth with our buddy Mason. Mm-hmm. And I like I guess I like really needed to like tell him this stuff. Like we were in in my in my world, a pretty intense conversation. And I sent him like two or three messages that had no 
they were they were meaningless, but they were like a series. I don't know. It was weird. So I like texted coherent gibberish, but I have no recollection of texting it. Yeah. Weird. Well, because that's the other thing I thought of, too, is like maybe she didn't have any recollection of like texting, but that's still a really weird thing to text. Yeah, it is very weird. That's scary. The next story I have is when I was a kid, I was putting gel on my hair in front of a mirror. Yeah, me too. A lot of it. (laughs) I love that. My bedroom door was locked. When I finished, I tried placing the lid back on the jar with my sticky gel hands. I dropped the lid and it hit my foot and slid under the bed. I dried my hands with a little towel. I don't know why they had to say it was a little towel, but they did. It was a cute little towel. It was a cute little towel that I had right by my bed. And then when I was bending over to pick up the lid, it slid back out from under the bed on its own. Oh, okay, great. I didn't panic or anything, but I did look under the bed and there was absolutely nothing where it could have bounced off on. Also, by the time I reached for it, it wouldn't make sense either way. So it dropped and rolled. They had time to wipe their hands on their cute little towel. Yes. That said, I don't know, Disney or something. Right. And then... It said, um, home is where where you make it. It's, yeah, it says something, something, <laughs> you know, it says like something cute like that. Those towels that say, like, peace, love, and uh, chili peppers. Like, or it says my favorite one. And by that, I mean my least favorite, where it's just the word gather written in cursive. (laughs) Well, that's actually a real one. (laughs) I know. And I, it makes me so mad when I see it. If you have anything in your house that just, that has in that cursive font that everyone knows what I'm talking about, that just says gather, I get it. Maybe, maybe you've had it for a few years. Take a picture of it. Tag us. On yeah. what? On Instagram or Twitter? Yeah, spooky at, underscore spouses. At spooky underscore spouses. We want to see your gather. But I want to see. I want to see maybe you giving that giving that picture the middle finger or like giving it like a thumbs down or something. Unless you really like it. Or yeah, then you could give it a thumbs up. Or yeah. maybe you can hand it a rose. Yeah. Or if you. Or if you. <laughs> If if a if a friend of yours you know has that in their house, go to their house just to take a photo of you giving it a middle finger and then tag yeah. us. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, so wipe their hands. It fell. They wiped their hands on their cute towel that said "chicken soup for my family." Love it. And then that, and then it rolled out. That's very peculiar and scary. Yeah, I would hate that. I would hate if that happened. Yeah, if something just like shot back out. Yeah, after time had passed, where it was not rolling. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, thank you. It was like a really simple story, but I think it's just still really creepy. The simpler, the better, I think. I think so, too. The last story that I have, the way that it's written is a little weird. So basically, I'll sum it up for you. It's written It's written in cursive and it's upside well, down. Well, just sometimes when people write their own stories, it's a lot of things that it's like, we don't need to know that. No one cares. What's the point? <laughs> I'm bored now. So yeah. basically, what I've gathered from the story is that- What, you've what from the story? I've gathered. Ah. Middle finger. Yeah, okay. I've screw gather from the story. Okay, great. Um. So- Basically, this person and their stepfather were having a conversation, and the stepfather was cleaning his handgun. Oh, gosh. Um, He was a police officer. He was well-trained on cleaning a gun, but things happen, and the gun did go off, and it shot some of his fingers off. Okay. The weird part of the story. Okay. 
is... It wasn't, it wasn't the fact that he blew his fingers off? <laughs> he blew his fingers off. I'm glad that he survived. Yeah. Their fingers. So yeah. it's better than nothing. As a police officer, I think maybe you should know not to shoot your fingers off. But, you know, things happen. Or isn't it? Isn't it? Gun cleaning 101 that you don't have a loaded weapon when yeah, you clean it. Yeah, that I that's why this story kind of made me mad, but that's why I wanted to skip all this stuff. So the person watching their stepfather cleaning this while having a conversation, when the gun went off, they heard the sound, they saw it bounce the bullet bounce off a wall, two mirrors, and then came right for their face. They actually like saw the bullet at eye level coming towards them and they shut their eyes to blink. And all of a sudden when they reopened their eyes, they were on the other side of the door sitting at like a dining room table. Like they had just like woken up and there was no bullet hole through the door. And they heard the stepfather yelling in the other room and then come out with a bloody rag to obviously get rushed to the hospital and were to yelling, fix his fingers. I blew my ding-dang fingers off. Because <laughs> I forgot to take the bullets out. So they said it was the weirdest thing, and the stepfather and this person both confirmed that they were sitting in the room having a conversation. The gun went off, and this person was all of a sudden on the other side of the door as if like they magically just escaped this bullet. I have two theories. Yeah. One of them. Now they're both, I'm not going to say that they're far-fetched because let's just take this story as being truth. Yeah. Okay. We, we have no reason not to believe it. We weren't there. Stranger things have happened. Right. So theory number one. Was it their grandpa cleaning the thing? Their stepfather. Stepfather cleaning the thing. Okay, theory number one. The person, time slowed down because something was about to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many bullets just bounce off of mirrors, which is already like, how is that a thing? Yeah, um, I but, think it would depend on what kind of mirror it is. I don't know. Am I, it, it, yeah, it would have to be made out of like, like a bulletproof mirror for it to bounce off of glass. Right. So a bullet went... Doink off mirror number one. Doink mirror number two. Also, how many mirrors do you have in a room? And then, <laughs> and then just chill out. Yeah. Um, we have two mirrors that we have like what two mirrors in our house. Okay. Anyways, you don't you don't you need two in the same room. Than, it's, it's right it's next lot. to their gather pillow. I don't know. They I know. Yeah, than, it's a lot. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot of mirrors. Eat, pray, snuggle on one pillow. Gather on the next. Surrounded by mirrors. So bullet bounce well, off the hit two a mirrors. Wall. And then a mirror. Two mirrors. Okay, so a wall first and then two mirrors. Okay. Okay, so then the bullet came towards them, and then in that timeline, they were hit with a bullet. This person, their consciousness went schloop and jumped timelines into another timeline where it was very similar, or another dimension. It was similar to what was happening, yeah. but they were on the other side. It was similar enough to where, I don't know, maybe even... The stepdad noticed that they weren't there and now they're there and it was very weird. So maybe it was like a dirty dimension hop. It wasn't very oh, like dirty clean. One? Not not dirty in terms oh. of like, you know, for adults only, but dirty <laughs> like it wasn't very clean. It was like an emergency dimension hop. Well, the last thing that they do say is that it was confirmed when they went over the scene that there were chips in the wall, the two mirrors 
And then the bullet was found in the kitchen with this person, but there was no bullet hole that went through the door to get the bullet in the kitchen with them. So that proves dimension hopping. So yeah, I mean, that person and the bullet both jumped back into a room with the door closed. That's okay. So that's awesome. Now, it's not awesome that they that their stepfather lost fingers. No, but it could have killed that other person and it like almost somehow glitched mm-hmm. in a way that they didn't die. Yeah, they hopped dimension somehow. My other theory is that now this one's a little more far fetched. Well, depending on whatever, depending on if you like superhero stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Um, This person was able to slow down time enough because they have magical superpowers and moved out of the way and then also closed the door while the bullet just like narrowly went right through the door. Well, isn't that like a matrix thing? They 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 slowed the bullet down and they watched it come towards their face. They neoed, yeah, this, this whole situation. I would like to think it was a very dirty and fast and emergency dimension hop that two people witnessed, basically. Yeah. In both dimensions, though, your stepfather did also lose his fingers. Right. Bummer. But nobody died. No one died. So that was good. But- Those fingers did. Well, we don't know. Do you think so? It didn't say what happened to the fingers. It might have been able to be reattached. Did it say the fingers crawled away on their own? <laughs> We're out of here. The fingers jumped another dimension. Yeah. And now some somebody woke up and they're like, why are these fingers here? They blew the finger. They- he blew his fingers off. The bullet ricocheted off of our eat, pray, snuggle pillow, off our gather pillow, off the mirrors. Yeah. Went through the, the, the door without whatever, making a bullet hole. And then we heard the fingers go, what the heck, buddy? As yeah. As they were crawling away. And then they went and flicked off a gather tab- or tab- or tablet table. Tablet. Towel. Tablet? Towel. I couldn't think of the word. Yeah. You had a fart noise going on in your head? I had a fart noise going on in my head. I know they said that was my last one, but this one's just super quick because I think it's really creepy and I could only imagine how terrifying this is. It's really short. Two years after the death of my partner's son, they receive text messages from the dead son. Oh, yeah. That's really scary. And it happens... A lot and usually around the same time of the death. And every single time it says, love you, see you soon. This is two years after his death. So it's not like it's his phone glitching or no one else has this number. Yeah, the phone is gone. Like, and they get text. It says often. That's really spooky. At least once a year around the same time saying, love you, see you soon. Oh, yeah. That's really scary. That would be so creepy. That's the scariest one you brought in. Yeah. That's scary. I thought that was really creepy. That's really creepy. I mean, it's like kind of comforting, though, in a weird way. Yeah. Not the see you soon part. No, because then it kind of implies that you're going to die, too. Yeah. What what type of emoji after see you soon would make you not worry? Um, I don't know. Maybe just like a thumbs up, thumbs up, or like maybe the rainbow. Well, no, because then that could apply. Like, uh, hey, you're gonna maybe go into heaven. Yeah, because like see at the rainbow, the rainbow bridge, or whatever, or whatever it is. Yeah, um, maybe I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm like getting a maybe just like a fish cake. Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, that'd be I nice. Think there's like a fish cake emoji. Yeah, I, I think know. there is. Yeah, I think there's a fish cake. Well, that's all my little stories that I have. 
I you know what they I, were simple and weird and creepy and unusual. You know what I would hate to see after Love You, See You Soon? Huh? The winky, we, winking face emoji. <laughs> <sighs> or like the, the person doing the like, I don't know, hands. Or the like smiling one with the single tear coming down. Oh, that's sad. That is sad. What would you text me? You you pass away. Yeah. I already don't like this story. No, it's okay. Okay. What would you text me to oh, so sure. so I would know it's you? Like to like I've been gone for a while. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I get a mystery, well now well, if I would, say it you would know it's me because it would say my number. And you'd be like, Oh, this is my number. Yeah, but people can hack mainframes, you know. Oh, so I'm like I have a burner phone and I'm texting you and I'm like, In I gotta afterlife. let him know that it's me. Because yep. we all know ghosts like burner phones. Yep, sure do. Um, because they don't want to be traced. No. I mean, yeah. But why would they have a? Phone? We found where the call is coming from. It says, "Oh my God!" <laughs> and they lower their their glasses. Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> we found where it's coming from. It says the username is Ghost Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so are you Mike in this scenario? Yeah. Okay. Because you don't want to use your real name. Okay. Um, what would I text you? I don't know. I would probably like. Just text you a little ghost emoji. And you would like an arrow saying, this me. <laughs> <laughs> it me. It me. It me. Hey. And the okay. little wavy emoji. That's cute. What about you? I like the ghost saying it me. Okay. Well, then that'll be our, our code. Then. It me. It me. See ya. With the arrow pointing. Yeah. Okay. Well, great, Lens. Thanks for your fun stories. Yeah, no problem. They're creepy as always. Mm. Okay. Well, I don't know why you made that noise. Well, we will see <laughs> each and every one of you in the Haunted Housekeeping Zone in three, two, one. Hello, weary traveler. Welcome to ye old Haunted Housekeeping Area. Hi. Hey, how are you? Maybe we have some stuff in the haunted housekeeping area that you can use with you and take with you on your journey. That's kind of the metaphor we're going for here. Like a, you know, like a, <laughs> like a play pretend. Yeah. And speaking of journeys, say maybe something spooky related has happened to you, or maybe you just need some advice because you have a ghost living in your house. Go ahead and give us a call on our haunted hotline. Yeah. You can call or text whenever you would like. The phone number for our haunted hotline is 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. B-O-O-S, like the plural word of what ghosts say. And we'll try our best to give you advice or maybe find a solution. Yeah, and again, I think try is the key word. Yeah. If you have something strange happening around your house, if something happened to you or a friend or a family member in the past, if you feel like you can predict the future, if you found something at a yard sale and maybe you like didn't buy it, but you stole it, you brought it home and you feel like now your house is haunted, Call and let us know. We want to hear about it. Honestly, we'd like nothing more. Again, the phone number is 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. Do you also need some really cool spooky drip? You can go ahead and check out our friends over at Discount Cemetery. Everything is handmade, hand screen printed in LA with two really cool people. And for those of you who might be over 35 and you don't know what drip is, it's clothing and accessories. So hop on over or I guess, I don't know, what's a spooky word for hop on over? A spooky word for the phrase hop on over? Hover on in to discountcemetery.com. That's true. You can 
you can manifest your plasma essence if you're a ghost and go to discountcemetery.com and check out their wide range of haunted shirts, ghosty type things. Very fashionable drip. I love all their stuff. It's so comfy. It's so well made and it's so cool. I think Lindsay and I own maybe seven or 5,000 pieces of Discount Cemetery clothing and we love it. So check them out on social media at Discount Cemetery or shop online at DiscountCemetery.com. They just released a camo hoodie that says Cemetery really big on it and it's very cool. If you're a fan of our show and you want to listen to other shows on the Scavengers Network, you can. No way, really? How do I do that? Well, it's very easy, Lindsay Marie. You can just go online and check out the scavengersnetwork.com or check out Scavengers Network on basically all social media platforms and learn about all the shows we have on the network. I'm just kidding. I already do. That's great. <laughs> shows like Myth Takes, Unnatural 20s, Side Character Quest, Blink and You'll Miss It, Timeline Scavengers, FMK All Day, The Amateur Detective Club, and a whole bunch of other fun shows. Tons of great people, and ourselves included, on the Scavengers Network. I know I said that like a robot, but I swear I'm not. But spoiler, Lindsay's a robot. I'm a robot. (laughs) (laughs) And hey, if you've been with us for a while, or you're just listening, and you like our show, and you might kind of like us, even though, you know, you don't know us in real life, we would love it if you gave our podcast a rating or a review. It would really help us out. Even if you don't like our show and you don't want to review our show, maybe just give it five stars because, you know, give back, right? Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Well, see you later. Bye-bye. Our PodCube devices are able to record audio from any time or place, in space or time or place. And this is what they're picking up. I hate flowers. flowers. I feel like a poop seller. I feel like I'm selling poop. There's a whole baby Mark Zuckerberg in here. Is it real? I I don't think so, but it's wet and it doesn't smell good. Did you smell the mouth? No, I didn't smell. Hi, welcome to Circuit City. Can I help you find anything today? Now, politely, just shut up. I'm going to take this iPod, dip it in some sauce. Ooh, hard to eat. Bet you'd be harder to eat without all the sauce on it. Search PodCube in your podcast app or go to poweredbypodcube.com. PodCube, the future is yesterday. Welcome. Oop! I can't hit it. I can't hit it twice. Welcome back, everybody. I hope that the hot house. I hope that I'm you. I'm so ha- mad at you. <laughs> I hope that you all had a great. I can't time. wait for this to be over. <laughs> like not us, but like this episode. Why is this a quick little fart noise? Oh my gosh! Hope you all are doing well. Quick little still. Fart noise. It was, it's well, happened like four times in this episode. Oh, I just got freaked out. I thought I saw a shadow in the window behind you. Whew, that freaked me out. I didn't, though. Who is it? Oh, I was just making all these fart noises, okay. and I thought I woke up some spirits. Okay. Do you want to know what that fart was called? The fart <sighs> that I did on there? I think it was called... Mushroom it was something plopper. Ac- Ew. It wasn't called that. I think it was called Bye Bye Granny. Um, I, uh, you said ew to mushroom plopper, but bye bye granny. You're who, like, who no, says mushroom plopper? I don't know. I thought it was fun. Oh, there's a... Uh, there is a fart in here called the Obi Wind Kenobi. 
Right. If you play another fart, I am going to be mad at you. Can there is you? one. Oh, no. There is no. one called Jar Jar, Jar Jar Sphincter. Also, Jabba the Butt. Han Stinko. It's like, like, the it's like I already tr- don't I already don't like farts and now it's like I, I really already don't like Star Wars. I'm sorry, listeners. But it's like you're combining the two most horrible things. Well, and they're not doing it well. I mean, someone was definitely like it was like five o'clock on a Friday and they're like, I don't know, call this one Han Stinko. Call it like Superman wet nap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Can we just get on to spooky stuff? Yeah, Han Stinko. Yeah, sure. Linz, I perused the internet as well. Yeah, the not, intranet? Not the intranet, but the okay. internet. Yeah. And it's inside something. We don't know a what. Net. It, yeah, it's inside of a big net of it's information. Big, it's a big net of information. Yeah, inner, in it. And we're in internet. Okay, I found this on Reddit, and it's from the subreddit Occult. Okay. There's some pretty good, there's some pretty good things in the occult subreddit. Wait, occult or like a cult okay well no one says occult but yes the <laughs> occult <laughs> well i was trying to differentiate well that, i'm but into the thing that was like sometimes my cleveland accent prevents me from saying o's and a's yeah properly so yeah. i kind of have to emphasize the o sometimes i'm into crystals i make my own tinctures i'm into the occult <laughs> um what else am i into uh well casting spools <laughs> i mean spells that is just the O's and the A's. I know, but if you were to say to someone like, oh, do you have any things that are like maybe kind of occulty? People would be like, okay, you're obviously a wanker. You don't really, you, you don't actually like the occult. You're a wanker. Get out of here. Okay. Okay. So is it occult or? Yeah, the occult. Okay. This is from the subreddit occult or occult. And we have a little mystery on our hands. Oh, do we? Yeah, there's a photo as well. And I'll show you the photo. The story goes, my fiance's mother gave me a gift and I found it behind the gift card. Okay. She doesn't know I saw it and my wedding is in one week, exclamation mark. Does she have ill intentions towards me? We haven't been on great terms and I'm just really concerned, dot, dot, dot. Uh-huh. So inside the gift, we don't know what the gift is. So wait, there was a card and then a gift card in there. Yeah, there was like a- behind the gift card was something else. I think tucked away. Okay. Yeah, tucked away. Let's say it was just a larger gift in general, and this was just tucked away behind the gift. The card. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is on the back of a little thing, and according to the original poster, they don't believe their fiance's mom or their soon-to-be mother-in-law meant for them to see this. Okay. And apparently, I don't know what it is, but apparently in the occult, it's some sort of a sigil that I believe has negative effects. Wait, so it's like a sparkly little round piece of paper, like cardstock. Yeah, and then some yellow scribbling on it. It looks like a seven and then a one and then a seven with some little swirly dues at the bottom. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I tried to look but it up and I weird, couldn't find it. What a weird thing to write something like occultish on is a little starred holographic card. Well, maybe that's all they had, or maybe they were like, they won't notice this because it looks like it's a part of the gift. They obviously won't be turning this part over. Okay. Maybe it was an emergency, and they were like, I need to curse my soon-to-be child-in-law. Okay. I need to scribble this on this thing quickly. So who knows? But either way, right. they found this, 
they know way more about the occult than we do. Okay. And obviously, this sign means something bad. Well, what does it mean? I don't know. Okay. I, it didn't say anyone in there. Like, a lot of people in there were like, do you think that she meant to do it? Do you think that this and that? So, obviously, the members of the, of the occult subreddit know what this is. I don't. Okay. But. We saw someone in there, uh, or I, I saw someone in the comment section who gave some very good advice to how to get rid of it. Okay. And when I say very good, I'll let you be the judge. Oh, like very good. Like very good. Yeah. Okay. This is from the user Drilgis. Oh. Mm-hmm, which is my Star Wars name. It used to be Han Stinko, and now it's Drilgis. Oh, what's mine? Um, Jar Jar Sphincter. No, I don't want to be that. Jabba I don't want to be a butthole. I don't want to be anything related to the butthole. Okay, Princess Stinka. Okay, that's fine. How about Princess Stinko? Okay, I'll All be right. Princess Stinko. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, that's been really cool that we talk, talked about that. And in sense, instead of like Princess Leia buns, like I will just have one big bun on my head and it'll be shaped like a butthole. I love that. Yeah, cool. That's butthole really head. cool. That's really awesome, Lens. <laughs> you are the one who always says you need we you, you want our show to be scarier. It is scary. A big butthole on your head. Okay, ready for what for yeah. what they said? Yeah. Okay, here's the advice from Drilgis. If you think it's bad, get a mirror from the dollar store and get some black electrical tape from the dollar store. <laughs> tape this. Not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> They're not sponsored by dollar stores in general. Also, when you check out of the dollar store, please say drill just 45 for 45% <laughs> off. Uh, so you need to get the stuff from the dollar store. Tape this facing into the mirror. Put this. I'm guessing this is like the weird little card they got. Uh-huh. Put this in a paper bag and tape the paper bag shut. Put it somewhere. No one's going to look preferably in a bathroom. Maybe under the sink. Maybe under the sink in a decoy box. Okay. This box says nothing cursed in here. Please don't look. This box says old garbage. (laughs) Old irrelevant crap. Dead raccoon. Please leave alone. Please leave alone. Don't. For an experiment. Don't. Don't. It just says don't. Don't. Okay. So just to recap. Yeah. You get a mirror from the dollar store. You Mm -hmm. get electrical tape from the dollar store. You tape the thing. Facing the mirror, I'm guessing right against the mirror, put it in a paper bag, tape it shut, put it under your bathroom sink. Okay. Okay. In an old box. Okay. Okay. Simple return to sender. If it's not bad and it's well wishes, she'll probably be fine, LOL. If it's nothing, then you're out a few bucks. If someone finds it, pretend you've never seen it before, LOL. Since it was hidden... You're not in any obligation to fess up. Mm. Okay, so that's what you do. Now, unprovoked, they wrote directly underneath their own comment. Drill just again. Yeah. This is a new comment. I'm just showing you. That's what they wrote, and this is what they wrote. This right. Okay, unprovoked. they had more to say. Yes, unprovoked. Mind you, most of my spell work is intuitive stuff. I make it up on the spot. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, really believable as a professional. This is not some ancient spell passed down for generations. Although this methodology is probably pretty old. Mirror, black for binding, wrapping said mirror for protection, putting something potentially evil under running water. It's just what I would do with the weird crap like this. Or burn it. Is there other piece of advice? Just Just burn it. Or just put it in the trash. Yeah, and then people were a little bit mean to drill just in the comments. Um... 
and which I didn't like, even though yeah. I don't necessarily agree with Drillgis. Yeah, I do like that they were like, do all this stuff, but you have to go to the dollar store. Right. Here's what you do. Also, I'm just kind of making this up. <laughs> I or was going to say, just, how do you get mad at someone that's like, hey, I'm going to give you this advice, but like, I also am, I'm just making this up. So take it or leave it. Or you know what? Burn it. Or, you know, just burn it. I don't know. Straight up. That's just, my advice. Just burn it. If you were to see this on the back of a card or something, would you think it was anything or would you just throw it away? I would just throw it away. Me too. Honestly, I wouldn't think anything of it. It kind of looks like it says one half, but there was scribbles at the bottom. That's like maybe like, I don't know, maybe someone was just messing around and doodling. Yeah, I think you're right. But again, I, I know nothing about the occult, so this could very well be something dangerous. But I don't know. It looks like a cupcake topper to me. It kind of does look like a little cupcake, a cupcake, cupcake topper. It does. All I know is I appreciate Drill just as advice. Right. I, you know what? I really want this person to give more advice on other people's Reddits of just like, hey, I'm just going to make this up. Like, I think you can you can really go viral by doing that. Like, hey, here's my advice. Just kind of making it up. I think you're right. I think that'd be fun. Me too. Maybe you and I need to start doing that. I guess so. Okay. I wanted to bring this up because I've never heard of this before in my life. Okay. And apparently this is a rich vein of stuff. Geometry. Geometry. <laughs> now, it's basically shapes and what shapes do. But they like you can fill the shapes with things and like if sometimes they're 3D. It's, yeah, sometimes it's liquid and sometimes it, it's different than air. And sometimes you can fill an object with this cursed thing in a bag that you put under your bathroom sink. And sometimes along with your shapes, you need formulas. Yeah. Which is really magical. Yeah. There, Those are, that's the scariest part, I think, is formulas and memorizing them. I'm just going to say, I math, it, it blows my mind. Yeah. Because it is just made up. Sure. It's like, here's just some things. Here's just a formula you have to follow to figure out these things. What's more made up, math or Star Wars? Math. Nice. Star Wars is based off of math. You think so? Yeah, like if you really look at the meaning of Star Wars, it's all just math. Yeah. Bunch of shapes and formulas, what misunderstandings. About, then what kind of math is Han Stinko? I don't know. Yeah. Circles. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next topic. Mm -hmm. You know what DMT is? Don't mess time. You're close. Yeah. Yeah. So DMT is a drug. Okay. It's a hallucinogenic drug. I actually oh. screenshotted what DMT is. It has, oh gosh, it's a long name. Dimethyltryptamine. Dimethyl, dimethyltryptamine uh -huh. is a substituted tryptamine that occurs in many plants and animals, including human beings, and which is both a derivative and a structural analog of tryptamine. Whew. It is used as a recreational psychedelic drug and prepared by various cultures for ritual purposes as an ethiogen. En entheogen. Okay. Entheogen. So is it kind of like a Molly drug? Like, I don't know. I don't know anything about any of those. It's not a Molly drug. I'm pretty sure Molly is basically like ecstasy or it is ecstasy where it just makes you feel euphoric and good and you want to dance around. Okay. DMT, I believe, is similar if not the same as ayahuasca, where okay. it's like an extreme hallucinogenic that people take for rituals or ceremonies that is 
supposed to uh, what like tripping one day and then the next day and then the next day or whatever subsequent tripping section sessions like that are led by someone who knows what they're doing like a guide. Yeah, you're supposed to be able to communicate with your own subconscious. You're supposed to visit the spirit world, communicate with higher beings, all this stuff. Okay, they're basically DMT and ayahuasca are the drugs that are supposed to make you see the bigger picture where people are like, I get it now, man. I get it. I get what life's all about. Okay. We're all just shapes, bro. You know what I mean? So then here it's, oh, that's part of this. Okay. So I'm going back. So DMT, this is from the subreddit, high strangeness. Has anyone had experiences with DMT elves? Uh Uh-huh. You know, elves. So people are seeing elves. Like Santa's elves? Yeah. That would be willing to share their stories on a podcast, especially if the experience was at all spooky or changed you in any way. Thanks. So apparently this person who posted this knows a lot about DMT enough to ask a question that was so pointed about, hey, we've all done DMT here. Who here has also seen elves uh-huh. on DMT? And apparently, according to all these slides, it's it's a pretty big it's a pretty rich vein. So it's a common thing for people to see elves. Are they all kind of similar or Kinda. are they all different? I think they're all similar in a way that like they're all elves. Yeah. And they all are like teaching people stuff, I think. I, I didn't read all of these comments, but I read a few and I screenshotted a few that I liked. Okay. So they're helpful elves. So well, they teach you things. They could. Oh. I feel like everyone's DM- bad, though. DMT journeys are much different. Okay, yeah. so it could be like little monster situation where they tell you to do bad things too. They very well could. Okay. Here's one story. So now all of these take place when these people who were commenting were like, you know, out of their gourd on DMT. Okay. I was in the top corner of a warehouse type place with little elves working on conveyor belts. Aw. Some of them would turn to look at me and smile. There was probably about 20 of them. Nothing really changed for me though. Besides taking my depression away completely. I mean, that seems like a really big change. Yeah. They had depression going into their DMT trip. While they were tripping, they were watching these elves just work on a conveyor belt and they would just look and smile at him occasionally, which seems so nice. I wonder if like little uh, thoughts of depression were going by in the on the conveyor belt and the little elves were just incinerating them. Oh, they were like packing them up and just burning yeah, them. Yeah, they were burning the little boxes of negative thoughts and they were I, like, bye-bye. If that's the case. I would love to take, I would love to have a few DMT <laughs> sessions just to get rid of stuff. Okay, so it says nothing really changed besides taking away my depression completely. And I have met an almighty being. It was like an orb. Like I was in the galaxy and it said, I'm here and everything is going to be okay. Wow, okay. DMT. Look at this. I like how it wasn't like something really crazy word wise. It was just like, hey, gather. Hey, bud, you're good. Anyways, I'm kind of just like outer space, you know? Hey, home is where the heart is, you know? Hey, grow down. <laughs> Think farts are... <laughs> Keep thinking farts are hilarious, okay? Farts are evergreen. Now, anyways, peace out. Lol. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> lol, dude. <laughs> Another story. This is from Florida Man 2022. Oh, cool, man. Yes, but I can't remember if I was on shrooms or DMT. 
they were basically just really happy that I was there. And then when I had a new idea, they got really excited for me. <laughs> this sounds magical. I just like the idea that they're because like obviously these elves exist in their subconscious. So they're just thinking about stuff like all these elves are maybe just watching them and they're communicating telepathically. Yeah. And they're just thinking and they get a new idea and the elves are like, oh, good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah nice. Yeah. I love that. They That's so dance funny. around and flip and stuff. Woo! Great Little idea. Back, Great idea, Mark. Yeah, that's awesome, Mark. Mark, you're so smart. I love when you think of new stuff. Mark, you're so cool. We love you. Mark, we love you so much. Oh, <laughs> and they get little elf hugs. I just imagine like all of them getting excited and they climb up on top of each other, making a big like tall elf. And then the top one gives you a little elf hug. Wouldn't that like, be up so to cute? your height because they're smaller than you? That'd be so cute. Yeah. Here, someone was trying to be funny, and they said, nope, I've only seen elves in Warhammer. <laughs> what is that? A video game or something? Yeah, it's like a little, where you like you paint the figurines, and you do like the little things, like, you know, like you roll the dice, and you have your little figurines fight oh, each other. Oh, like a D&D type thing? Or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They were just okay. trying to be silly. It's yeah. like, hey, we're not talking about RPGs. We're talking about RPGs. We're talking about DMT, bro. Yeah. Okay. This person said, yes. Sorry, Magic Pants Machine says, yes. Oh. They told me and showed me that I am a superhero. I have superpowers. I don't know how to use them because I'm too stuck in the illusion, which they are meaning real life, okay. and that I need to break free to save the human race. Wow. Oh, holy, holy smokes. Your elves have a lot of faith in you. Or, yeah, I mean, like, imagine, imagine coming out of your DMT journey and people are like, so what did you learn? Be like, well. I can save the human race, but I'm just stuck in this illusion that we call life. It's a lot of stress, though. It's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, it's like someone said that to me. I'd be like, I can't handle this. Okay, here's another one from Low Close, 1662. I met beings of pure light who thought I was just the funniest, silliest, <laughs> simple being in the world, and they wanted to teach me great things. I was pretty much aware of all of them all around me and their faces curling back with laughter. I walked away realizing we will all join them one day because we are all the DMT beings. They are consciousness itself. Hmm. Wow. That's pretty intense. This person, Salty Igloo, says, I've seen every type of creature you can imagine. Long-term LSD DMT user for three years. Wow. Okay, great. Uh, Digital148 says, I've seen elves a couple of times, and I can say without a doubt they exist in my mind and nothing more. Well, bummer. Okay. Thanks for ruining everyone's fun. Now, did any of the elves do anything bad? According to all these stories, no. They're good. The elves okay. were there, and they were just loving it. They were just stoked on this person, whatever person was on their DMT voyage. So one of the theories behind DMT, I believe, it's kind of like when when you take psilocybin, uh, psilocybin, which is one of the active ingredients in mushrooms. Yeah. It's supposed to make your brain work gooder. So say we're only using like 10% of our brains. Right. You take it, more doors open up, more neurons are firing, all this stuff. So you're able to sort of exist and be more aware of consciousness and be more aware of whatever else. Yeah. So the theory goes that you take DMT, ayahuasca, maybe psilocybin, you're experiencing real life. So these elves are these beings or these creatures, however, they're manifested. And I guess to a lot of people, they're manifested as elves. They're like consciousness itself or they're like beings of a higher power so do you think that santa's always 
riding that high train then? I think Santa Santa is probably elves. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think Santa is a manifestation of some spiritual energy or energies collected like a super DMT power. That's why we only see Santa once a year. Yeah. And the elves are like, you know, still high DMT making spiritual. Toys, making know, toys, loving it. Loving it. I also got a little thing. I I Googled. Uh, now, I didn't do a good job Googling. I said, what is DMT elves? <laughs> but I, you know. It appears that DMT can induce a state of feeling where the person believes to communicate with other intelligent life forms. High doses of DMT produce a state that involves a sense of another intelligence that people are sometimes that people sometimes describe as being super intelligent but emotionally detached, which I believe are the elves, the elven creatures. Mm. But I wanted to talk about that because I thought that was really interesting that many many people are seeing the same sort if we're just going to play pretend and think it's a spiritual being. Right. Do you almost think that these elves could be kind of a cryptid? I don't think so, because I think cryptids are tangible. Cryptids live on Earth. This is some sort of a spirit. We don't know for sure. Yeah, but I think if we're thinking of beings like higher power beings or ethereal beings, I think they fall more in the lines of ghosts or spirits, Mm. not necessarily a cryptid. Okay. But if they are a cryptid, the only way you can see them is by taking apparently a lot of DMT. Well, that's the thing I don't like. Okay, so when people are taking anything to see, you know, something of a higher power or something, unless there are reports out there, it'd be really interesting to dive into, like, if people can communicate with the dead, like if people communicate with ghosts or paranormal stuff because you're on a higher plane, supposedly, if you do that. I believe there are stories where people are communicating with people who have died. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I listened to a few episodes. I forget the name of the I don't remember what show it was. Again, Fart Noise Brain. But I remember people talking about ayahuasca specifically and communicating with people that they knew that have passed. Right. I don't know. I feel like that's a really interesting thing. It is interesting. It's weird, but it's intriguing because like if quite literally the way these people are able to do it is because of what DMT or ayahuasca does to your brain where it opens up your brain and you can just go talk to a bunch of elves. Right. I don't know. Interesting. We'll have to ask Santa. Well, ask Santa. catch him. Well, we can maybe send a letter. No, because you, you can probably email Santa now, right? Like for sure. You would think so, but I don't know how their internet service is up there. Probably satellite like us. Yeah. Which is crappy. Yeah. I don't know. Santa might be on that, you know, internet train, but yeah. Is there, there has to be like a thing that you can email Santa. Oh, I think a thousand percent. Like, cause you could, like, the post office still puts out a mailbox that you can, like, write letters and put them in there. Well, you can FaceTime with someone who can put a Santa filter on their face and you can basically FaceTime with Santa. You can? That's a thing? Oh, for sure. I know there's the dancing elf thing. Okay, well, that's like 15 years old. <laughs> okay. I'm behind the like whole cool FaceTime thing. Quick, Linz, what's your favorite website that exists today? And Hamsterdance.com. Not... Close. Okay. Yeah, I knew it. Great. <laughs> well, Does Hamsterdance.com actually still exist? I think we checked when we first started the show and it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. I don't know. What a shame. They had so many different themes to that. There was like a Western one. There was a techno one. Yeah, because it started off being just the OG hamster dance where right. the entire, for those of you listening who don't know what hamster dance is, it was just a great website. And you would I'm go sure to- I'm sure you could probably YouTube someone going to the website. Or just like 
yeah, like a screen capture of the actual thing. Right. And it was just this wall of dancing pixelated hamsters. And then it upgraded because so many people found out about it. And then you could choose what type of hamster dance music you wanted. Yeah. And then after that, it was like different. Then there was like merch. Of course there was. I just love that somebody was like, I made these little hamsters, pixelated hamsters dance. I put it to the song and I actually bought a domain name for hamsterdance.com. I just think about back then too, all the work that went into making that. <laughs> like that had to it's have probably, been. It was probably like Zuckerberg. He probably is responsible for hamster dance. And that's what started Facebook and started all his success. Quick, hand me that sweet baby raisin. Let's watch hamsterdance.com. I made it. <laughs> it was Elon Musk. He started hamsterdance.com. They're all rich and annoying. They did it together. Yeah, they probably did. They had a club. Hey, speaking of doing things together, you know who wrote the music for the show Lindsay and I have together? His name is Eli Rexford Chambers, and he wrote all the music you heard at the beginning, the middle, and the end of our show. You can find Eli on social media at Eli Who Does Music. He's wonderful. He's great. And he always has a little bit of raw meat on him somewhere. You just have to ask him if you can have something. He'll give it to you. Or find it. Or find it. Also, I forget our phone number all the time, but if you have a haunty, spooky story that you want to share with us, you can call us and leave us a voicemail. You can even text us if you don't want to leave us a voicemail, and we'll answer it on the show. The number is... uh. Can you really guess it? One... Okay, nope. Eight zero eight zero three eight one six two six six seven or eight zero three eight one six booze. Like B O O S, like not booze, like drinking. Exactly. We would like to thank everybody over at the Scavengers Network. It's a big happy family that we are part of. You can check our podcast out and a bunch of other great podcasts at the scavengersnetwork.com. We would also like to thank every single person who is listening to our show right now or who has listened before. Well, I guess if you're hearing this, you're listening right now. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to, you can give us a rating and a review wherever you're listening. More importantly, why not tell somebody about the show? That's probably that's probably our favorite thing. Yeah, that's probably the best thing you can do. Yeah, I mean, like straight up. Like, like ever. That's like the coolest thing you can do. Yeah, you want to be so cool. Yeah, so. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> well, until next time, I hope everybody has a um I don't know, a uh a, a nice a nice summer. And yeah, and I hope you get no weird text messages and I hope if you do see elves, they're very nice to you. I hope that if any of you are doing some light traveling this summer, road trips or whatever, if you go to some haunted places or like a haunted place or just a weird place or you see something weird, let us know about it. We want to know. Yeah. Fill us in on your summer we vacation. We haven't like had a chance to go like check out some creepy places. So like we want to live through you. Yes, we do want to live through you. Tell us about it. Well, until next time, I hope you all ha I hope you all crush it and we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 <laughs>
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ow! What are you trying to do? <laughs> Get adjusted. What are you gonna hit? You hit, you hit stuff. I like to hit things. Yeah. Yeah. What's what are your top five favorite things to hit? Um, the rock. Okay, that number five or number one? Um, you decide. Okay. Uh, Four more. The hay. I like to okay. hit the hay. Nice. Um, and I like to hit them up styles. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And then I like to hit the head. Oh, like go to the bathroom? Yeah. I okay. love that. Okay. Last um, one. And well, you I... you love that? Yeah. Okay. And um, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> happy Mother's Day. Great. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hey, Eli, do you want to help me make an improvised fantasy adventure podcast? Hey, Ty, that sounds fun. Do we want to bring in all of our friends to play with us? Nope, just you. Okay, will I be on the whole time? Actually, no, you'll be on for three to six episodes, and then we'll bring on another guest. Okay, is one of us going to be the main character? Nope, you're all just going to be side characters in a larger story. Okay, but this podcast is going to be hard to find, right? Nope, just look up Side Character Quest on whatever podcast app you like, or just go to SideCharacterQuest.com. Okay, but you promise not to kill my character, right? No promises. Uh, oh no. <laughs> you look like Gelfling! Smell like Gelfling! Maybe you are Gelfling!